you know, a lot of the things that you think are like your thing. Oh my God, I should be the only person doing this. Well, nine times out of 10, that secret sauce you have can be taught so that other people can do it just like you. How can you train people to think like you think so they can spot out the things you see and produce the same results you produce? You're listening to the Solopreneur Hustle, a community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that'll walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 126 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. So when I was reflecting on what I wanted to talk about this week in this episode, I started thinking about some of the like habits and mindsets that helped me back from taking my business to the next level. And one thing that came to mind for me was the fact that for a long time, I punished myself for not being able to do things in my business that I wasn't good at. So when I say punish myself, it may sound sound kind of harsh, but What I mean here is that I would force myself to do certain things because I thought I had to. And hindsight is 2020. Looking back on it, I realized that I was punishing myself because I was putting myself through a lot of stress, anxiety, burnout, worry, and just all of these negative emotions that I didn't have to experience. I put myself in that position because I didn't know any better. I didn't know how to do better or how to be better. I was learning as I went and I put myself in a predicament to experience a lot of unnecessary just stress that that I didn't realize it didn't even have to be that way. And so just for example, I had editing reels on my to-do list for months. I wanted to And this is just recently, like last week, (laughs) I realized I was punishing myself about something like I had something editing real. So this interviews here on the podcast are um, I've recently added video recordings also. And so from the episodes that we record, my goal has been to chop up little videos from the episodes that I can post on reels. And so I had edit reels from podcast interview video footage on my to-do list for months, like even to this moment. And I have had this on my to-do list for like three or four months. Okay. And just last week specifically, I decided that enough was enough. Having this on my to-do list was causing me stress because I knew that I was sitting on content that needed to get out there. I also knew video video editing wasn't my strength or my passion, but I was pushing myself to do it anyways. And I pushed myself to do something that was bringing about overwhelming anxiety. This was, I was bringing anxiety onto myself by letting this sit on my to-do list every single day like or week after week like me for example if i have something unfinished or undone and i haven't taken action to at least start it 
I, this just brings about anxiety for me. And so I knew that I was doing this to myself, but I refused or didn't see that I could reach out for help with this. I thought it was just something that I needed to do. And so I knew in my heart that I did not have the time to commit to doing this. I also knew that I didn't have the skill to produce the videos that the way I really wanted them done. And so I was not only punishing myself by putting myself through all this this stress, but I was also punishing my business because I was standing in the way of allowing things to move forward with this project. You could be punishing yourself if you have to tasks on your to-do list that are lingering and bringing you stress, anxiety, or overwhelm. Why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you letting this like make you upset when you could just hire somebody or outsource the task to get it done. I never realized how affordable it was to have people help me with things and still until I started having people help me with things. I sent my um one of our video the video footage from an interview for this podcast to a virtual assistant and she chopped it up into like five or six reels for like 20 bucks. Oh my God, I let this sit on my to-do list for four months, over $20. You know, I mean, it was just ridiculous once I really thought about it. And so I was trying to force myself to do it, punishing myself, causing myself unnecessary worry and stress over something that it would take me $20 to just get it off my to-do list, you know? And then, you know, you could be punishing yourself if you're working yourself into the dirt, burning yourself out because you're trying to be something that your business doesn't even need. Your business doesn't need you to be superwoman. Your business doesn't need your hustle. Your business needs your strengths. So you may be trying to overcompensate for something like a lot of times in business, we think, oh, to feel like an entrepreneur, I'm supposed to be busy all the time. And the truth is that Being busy all the time isn't the life any of us (laughs) really deserve to be living. So I find that many solopreneurs punish themselves for not being good at things that aren't their strengths. Oh, I'm not good at social media. I just need to work harder at it. I need to, to, to really go hard at this until I'm good at it. You know, I'm not good at video editing. Well, whatever I need, I need to just keep hustling at it until I get good. (laughs) Some things just aren't our thing and that's okay. You don't need to force yourself to do things that don't make you feel good. In a lot of scenarios, it's just unnecessary. And so if you know you struggle with something and it's causing you stress, why do you force yourself to do something that you can just ask for help with? You know, in this way, we punish ourselves by working harder, working more and working longer hours, putting our blood, sweat and tears into our business. And this this results in creating a life outside of our business that we're not even happy with. So, you know, you're depriving people who need you because of your strengths and your value, you're depriving them of the value you have that could make the greatest impact by forcing yourself to work in your business, doing things that aren't even your strength. And you're not even able to show up as your best self because you're forcing yourself to do things that you probably have no business doing. Another one of those tasks for me was finances. When I first started my business, before I got married, I somehow convinced myself that I should be doing my own bookkeeping. Oh my God, I have no remote background in finance or, or, or anything like that, accounting, nothing. 
Like, why was I trying to do that? I was so stressed when it came tax time. It was so unorganized. It was a mess. I had a piece of a spreadsheet that I thought it was just awful. And so when me and my husband got married, he took over my bookkeeping and he was a finance major in school and he does budgeting for a living. And, you know, this is his thing. And it's so easy for him. And he puts all these things together. And I'm like, oh, my God, I could have never done this for myself. You know, this is your strength. What did I have? Uh, like I said, a little piece of spreadsheet that was all unorganized. I don't even know how to do formulas and stuff. I don't know how to work Excel. What was I doing? And so I knew that bookkeeping and, and taxes and stuff, I knew, that's, I knew that was something that I needed to have done. And I forced myself to do it because I just wanted to, to do it. I, don't, there, I can't even remember why. And so for two years, I had all this stress and worry surrounding my business finances. And it didn't even have to be that way. You know, I, I punished myself essentially. And so forcing yourself to suffer through building your business is not how things have to be. If you're stressed, burnt out, tired, overwhelmed, or anxious, there is a better way to persevere through building your business. There's a better way to live. And so how can you start being kinder to yourselves and how you operate your business? This whole idea of not punishing ourselves is really just my idea of being kinder to ourselves about what our role needs to be in business. You know, we should not be putting, I, I hate when people say I put my blood, sweat and tears into my business. Well, yeah, I sweat for my business sometimes. And yeah, I've cried over my business. And yeah, you know, I feel like I've put some blood into this. Yeah, of course. But I just, I don't know. Some, sometimes that statement doesn't sit well with me because I just don't think building a business has to require some sort of suffering. And so how can we stop punishing ourselves and not being kind to ourselves? How can we work towards being good and efficient at our strengths and delegating things that we're not good at? How can we stop pressuring ourselves to be perfect at everything. You know, this whole punishing yourself thing, really, for me, this came from a place of pressuring myself to be good at every single thing that was required for my business to run. I thought I needed to do everything. And, you know, I realized that that wasn't true. And so how can we overcome this? How can we stop punishing ourselves? How can we focus more on the things that bring us joy and not the things that stress us out? Number one, relinquish control. A lot of times when we force ourselves to do things, it's because we have our business just gripped so tight in our hand that we don't want to let anybody else in to help us with these things. That's how those videos, that those videos I was telling y'all about editing these videos for reels, I thought I should be doing that because I'm the best person to do it. And while I do have the, I feel the creative eye for spotting out clips that can be great reels, I also know that that creativity I bring to that is something that can be taught. You know, a lot of the things that you think are like your thing, oh my God, I should be the only person doing this. Well, Nine times out of 10, that secret sauce you have can be taught so that other people can do it just like you. How can you train people to think like you think so they can spot out the things you see and produce the same results you produce? Most of our secret sauce is teachable. 
That's why there are people that are rich from teaching people how to get big results. You know, just think, what if Tony Robbins knew that, okay, he could get life-changing results and he only kept that for himself? What if he never taught other people how to get life-changing results in their life? His secret sauce is teachable. It's something that can be replicated because he has life coaches that he trains to use the same framework he's used in his own life and in other people's lives. And so he's not a life coach that only teaches people himself one-on-one because he's the best life coach there is. No, he understands that his framework can be replicated so that there are other coaches that he can train to teach and to share information and to consult with clients the same way he does. One time I was on Tony Robbins website and I saw where you could book a um, life coaching session. And I was like, whoa, what are the chances that I could actually get a session with Tony Robbins? Well, it's not me getting a session with Tony Robbins. It's me booking a session with a Tony Robbins certified life coach, someone who uses his framework, who works for his business that would be coaching me through life challenges. You know, just out of curiosity, I was looking at that. I was like, wow, isn't that something? So just think, what if he said, I'm the best life coach and this is something I can't teach people? Well, then he wouldn't have a multi-million dollar business, you know? So that's something to think about. Sometimes we have to relinquish control and stop forcing ourselves to do certain things just because we think we have to. Number two, ask for help. Again, A business should not be built in isolation. You shouldn't be doing it all. You shouldn't be forcing yourself to do things that aren't your strength because you think you have to. And so in order to not put yourself in a predicament where you're up to your neck and burnt out and being not so kind to yourself by making yourself do things that you know are bringing harm upon your mental health, why not just ask for help? You know, one of the smartest ways to ask for help is to find a mentor, you know, someone that can kind of talk you through some of the challenges you're experiencing and to maybe give you some advice or point you in the right direction. You know, finding a mentor is one of the the smartest ways to begin asking for help because sometimes we need some direction in terms of where to go. And so where can you find a mentor? Reach out to someone that inspires you in your community, someone that you know has done what you want to do. I mean, it can be a little bit intimidating reaching out to someone, but just a a quick email just to introduce yourself and to ask for some advice. You know, mentorship doesn't have to be a face-to-face thing. Maybe you can ask someone for help via email and they may respond back with some advice or, or some words of wisdom. You can find mentors in your community by going to events and, and just having conversations with people. There's an organization called SCORE. I've mentioned this on the podcast before here. If you're listening and you're here in the U.S., I know there are SCORE chapters all over the country, but um, if you just go to S-C-O-R-E, if you Google that SCORE, um, they have where you can get paired with a mentor and it's all free. So that's another option there. So ask for help, get some direction about what you should be doing and whether or not you're spending your time doing the right things because If you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and burnt out, you're probably forcing yourself to do things that you could have a little bit of help with. So that's another idea. And the last tip I have for you here for being kinder to yourself, 
to the something that I think will help you not punish yourself and force yourself to do things that you probably shouldn't do is to work on your leadership. So in my book, Earn More, Work Less, I have a chapter dedicated to leadership and how to show up as the entrepreneur your business needs. If you are focused on being the best possible leader for your business, then it'll become more clear to you and you'll have more clarity about what your role as CEO should be and what isn't included in your role as CEO. You know, obviously, if we're running our business, if someone drops the ball on something, who has to get it done at the end of the day? We do. But on a a general day-to-day basis, what needs to be on your plate and what needs to be delegated to someone else? As a smart CEO, we know that our business needs our strengths and not our hustle. So if you're forcing yourself into a box, forcing yourself to do things that you know don't make you feel good and that if your business hired you to do this thing, it wouldn't be this anyways, you know, why are you doing it? And so I found that once I started doing some leadership training and and researching really what a leader, a good leader for a business looked like and how I could be a better leader for my business, I started to have a more clear understanding of what it really meant to be a CEO and what it looked like to work on my business versus in my business. So that is all I have for you guys today. Again, you don't have to force yourself to do things you're not good at. You just don't. Business doesn't have to be about suffering. It doesn't have to be this way and it shouldn't be this way. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If it resonated with you, share it with a boss friend. I also invite you to leave the Solopreneur Hustle a review on the Apple Podcast app. Follow us on social media at Solopreneur Hustle. The links to follow us on social media are down below in the description for this episode. If you haven't purchased my new book, Earn More, Work Less, you are missing out. It is a solopreneur's guide to building wealth and creating freedom. It's time to step off that hamster wheel and start building a business designed for longevity and growth instead of something that leaves you constantly hustling 24-7. All right, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you have a nice week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.